We'll start out by asking, what is a day in the life of you? Kind of what's your, what's your typical day like? I know not every day is the same. We got different things we do on different days. But what is your day like? And how about, how about your week? What's your week like? Um, my typical week, I get up and take the girls to school, go to work, come home, do whatever at the house, and then go to bed. That's kind of my, my typical day, you know, my short version of my day. Uh, you know, when I get to work on Monday, I try to plan out my week. I know that I'm going to clean on this day. I need to fix this that's broken on this day. I better get the, the yard mowed before it rains this weekend. That doesn't happen very often, the rain part anyway. Uh, but I, I kind of have my days planned out. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a water leak on the main line going into the courthouse. That was on a Thursday. Thursdays I mow. That's just when I have planned to mow. Um, that didn't happen. <laughs> I didn't get to mow. Uh, luckily, it wasn't on the courthouse side. It was actually on the city side, so the city guys were there, and I just was there to make sure that they didn't hit anything that they didn't need to hit and break a sprinkler line or something else. So, But that kind of messed my stuff up it, it got my mind thinking. I thought, okay, I can't mow today because I got to be here with this. I can't mow tomorrow because I clean on Fridays. I don't want to push mowing off till Monday in case it rains. I got things planned that I'm going to do on Monday already. I can't do this. I can't do that. Uh, I'm going to have to come up over the weekend to clean. Oh my gosh, we've got plans. I can't do this. And then just my mind took over and my anxiety level just went off the roof that was me my mind was just blown I you know I couldn't think straight because I was so worried and anxious about what I was going to get done how I was going to get it done and uh, I finally had to you know sit back and just take it easy and think all right you got this Lord what help me to figure this out how can I get this done and I know sitting back and thinking about it now, it really wasn't that big of a deal, but I guess I've gotten to a point in my life, I've gotten old enough now that <laughs> I have to have a set schedule. I have to, things have to run smoothly, and if they don't, I, I let my mind take control of myself. You know, that's just how it happens. But I, I sat back and I said, Lord, please help me to figure this out. All right, you can mow on Monday regardless of whether it rains or not. It'll be okay, which means you can still clean tomorrow. Things you have planned to work on early next week, they can be pushed back till later in the week. It'll be all right. People don't care as much as I think that they care. <laughs> Stuff that needs to be done at the courthouse. You know, they normally don't know when I go in and, and fix something unless it's something drastic, you know. As long as it gets done, they're happy, basically, is what I'm getting at. I'm kind of more hard on myself, so to say. But we can cause a lot of stress on ourselves just by overthinking things, can't we? We overthink, just like I did, of how I'm going to get these things done that need to get done in the same manner of time that I want to get it done. I overthought it too much. Instead of sitting back and thinking about, okay, well, you can do this, this, and this, and this is how you're going to get it done, and asking God for help. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow shall be anxious for its own things. Sufficient to the day is the evil of it. I use the modern King James Version for this lesson. 
uh, some of the stuff that um, I had that just it sounded better it was easier to understand that way so I'm going to let y'all know that before we get further along and y'all think, well, that didn't say that. Well, it's just a different version. But I would say we're all pretty familiar with, with this verse. You know, don't worry about tomorrow. Let's deal with today. Tomorrow will take care of itself. So this afternoon, what I'd like to talk about for a little bit, I've got uh, four short thoughts on um, why we should live one day at a time trusting in God. The first, my first point is uh, live one day at a time because you can't control tomorrow. Proverbs 27.1 says, Do not boast yourself of tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. We all know we're not promised tomorrow. We don't know if we're going to make it through you know, the rest of this lesson. <laughs> we don't know if we're going to make it through the night. We just don't know. We don't even know, like I said, how can we worry about tomorrow when we don't know what today is going to bring? Proverbs 16, 16, verse 9, tells us that a man's heart plans his way, but Jehovah directs his steps. So we can plan our day or week or month or year or whatever, however we, plan, however we want to, but God ultimately directs our way. The only control that we have is whether we choose to trust in God's plan or not. You know, if we trust in his plan, and we trust that he's going to help us navigate our life on a daily basis. You know, one of the, the worst days of my life was the day that my brother died in a car accident. I'm, I think I've shared the story before. I'm not going to give the long version, just a short kind of cliff note of, of that evening. Um, we had soccer practice. Got home, he had to go to work. He hopped in the shower and headed off to work. And uh, on his way to work, he went off on the right side of the road, the right shoulder, probably changing the CD out or something. We didn't have the nice CD players you have today, or they did, but they were too expensive. We had a little CD player that had a deal you plugged into it and had a what looked like a tape. On the other end, you stuck it in, and that's how you listen to a CD. My guess, he was probably changing the CD out or it was skipping or something, so he couldn't, he couldn't hear it. Anyway, he went off on the right side of the shoulder, and he overcorrected when he turned back left, and an oncoming vehicle hit the side of his vehicle, uh, ended up putting his car on the on end, and uh, ambulance services were able to get there and get him out of the vehicle, but unfortunately, he died on the way to the hospital. So that was... That was it. He was gone. Uh, didn't get a chance to say hi, bye, or see you later or nothing. It, that's just how it happened. Um, and we had plans. He was a senior in high school. I was a freshman in high school, and we got the chance. We had the chance that we were going to get to play on the high school soccer team together. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how much he was looking forward to it, but being the younger brother, I was really looking forward to it because we never had the opportunity to play on any type of organized team together. So that was something I really looked forward to. And he had actually made plans to go to seminary school when he graduated. Unfortunately, those plans just didn't hap happen the way that we had hoped they would. You know, God had other plans. He directed our steps in a, a different direction. And I'm not going to say, you know, you shouldn't make plans, because you should make plans. Plans are a good thing. 
just remember God has his own plans for our lives. Regardless of what our plans are, he has, uh, he has plans for us as well. So when we make plans, we need to bring God into those plans. And we need to ask for his guidance when we make those plans. But also, don't get mad at God when your plans don't match his. Because he knows what's best for us. In Acts chapter 18, verse 21, Paul told people of Ephesus, I will return again to you, God willing. We've all heard it. Somebody say that before. We've probably said it ourselves. See you tomorrow. Yeah, God willing. Hey, you going to be there Friday night? I plan on it. God willing. We all say that. Well, I say a lot of us say that. I don't know if everybody says it, but I know I do. I'll be there, God willing. I, I think it's a, a pretty good response because it's in God's hands. It's his will. And what we want in our life is his will to be done. So what about your plans for tomorrow? Have you brought the, those plans to the Lord? Have you led him in on those plans? Have you prayed for his will to prevail? Are you willing to trust him one day at a time? Are you willing to let him change your plans if needed? If God changes our plans, it's always going to be for the best. Only he has a complete control of tomorrow. Live one day at a time because there's enough trouble for today. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow shall be anxious for its own thing. Sufficient to the day is the evil of it. So not only can we not control tomorrow, we don't know what's going to happen today, like I said. So how can we deal with things that, we may or may not, that may or may not happen tomorrow when we don't even know what's going to happen today? Why are we worrying about those things when there's other things to be done today? There's other things that can happen today. And we can't let our mind control our emotions. Because before you know it, we'll be thinking about past mistakes and thinking about what's going on tomorrow. We can't live in the past any more than we live in the future. Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, My brothers, do not count your, myself to have taken possession, but one thing I do, forgetting the things behind and reaching forward to the things before. We can't change the past, but we can look forward to the things ahead of us. But we shouldn't worry about those things. If you're worrying over the future, Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Yes, each day we're going to have troubles. No doubt, we are going to have troubles. But in Philippians chapter 68, verse 19, it says, Blessed is Jehovah, he daily bears burdens for us, the God of our salvation. We need to give our burdens to the Lord. Every day, we should wake up and pray and give the Lord our burdens. Ask for help through the day. And not just in the morning. We're told to, to pray, you know, consistently. Cease without, without stopping. I think it's something maybe we forget about when we run through troubles of our day. Chris and I were talking the other morning about, you know, we'll wake up with the best intentions and have a good attitude, pray for a good attitude, pray for peace in my life, pray for uh, my fellow you know, co-workers and this and that, and then we get to work and somebody comes in, they say something, and then you're just like, oh my gosh, really? You know, and you just get this bad attitude whenever you've 
prepped yourself for a good day, you know? But you know what? We probably didn't walk through the door and continue to pray. We probably prayed as soon as, you know, when we got up in the morning, maybe before we left for work, but we didn't remember to pray once we got to work. It's something that I know I struggle with every day. So what troubles are you facing today? What are you worrying about? You know, I read this quote. I don't know where, I don't know who's, who said it, but I thought it was a pretty good quote. Do not let the worries of tomorrow affect your relationship with God today. Do not let the worries of tomorrow affect your relationship with God today. If you're worrying about tomorrow, how can you focus on God today? How can you focus on what he's doing for you today if you're worried about tomorrow? We can miss out on a blessing of today because we're worried about something that may or may not happen tomorrow. Huge changes can happen in one day. In one day, uh, Ezra lost his birthright. In one day, a vicious persecutor named Saul was miraculously transformed and started his journey towards becoming the Apostle Paul. In one day, a young Hebrew, Hebrew beauty queen named Esther became the first lady of a mighty empire with a national holiday declared in her honor. In one day, a prisoner named Joseph, falsely accused and unjustly sentenced for attempted rape, became the second highest ruler of the Egyptian empire. In one day, the entire world was shaken by the events of 9-11. In one day, actually in one night, I went from having a sibling to being an only child. A lot of things can happen in one day. Whether good or bad, a lot of things can happen in one day. But we need to, to place each day in God's hands. Regardless of what happens or what, what the outcome of it is, we need to place our day, every day, in God's hands. We can't do it by ourselves. Live one day at a time because today will never come back. Uh, I think we've heard this illustration before. I don't know who used it. It may have been Kenneth, actually. I, I don't know. But how would you react if your bank credited your account with $86,400 every day? They just put that money in there every day. But the one thing that you had to do is you had to spend it that day. It couldn't, didn't roll over to the next day. You had to spend all that money just in one day. That's it. And then the next day, they would put that same amount in your bank account, and the next day, the same amount. It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, surely we could figure out what to spend that money on, right? We could buy, you could go purchase a house, and you could get a pretty good loan and pay $86,400 every day on your loan if you wanted to. But we've been blessed God has blessed us with 86,400 seconds every day that we can spend any way that we want. Those seconds are going to be used no matter what you do. But you can't reclaim them. They're used every day. So when we use them, we need to keep God in mind when we use them. He's the one that's blessed us with those, that time, and we need to use it for Him. We shouldn't waste that time on things that don't matter. You got time on your hands, you don't know what to do with it, ask God what to do with it. Lord, what will you have me do today? 
What can I do to glorify you with the time that you have given me? I've got just a a short list here of of things that we could do um, with the extra time, if you ever have extra time. Spend quality time in God's presence. Now that's something that we should do every day. Spend quality time with our spouse or children. If you don't have spouse and kids, spend time with your, your family, your church family. Vocally express and show our love for them. Now, I think sometimes maybe we forget to do that. I know sometimes I get so focused on, Adeline, you need to brush your teeth. You need to get ready for school. Stop playing with the dog and do these things. You need to put your grades up. You need to focus. You need to do this, do that. Maybe sometimes I don't take the time to spend with her earlier. My wife. You know, my mom, for that matter. Uh, We just get busy with stuff, and we don't show them the love sometimes that they need to see. Make at least one person happy. Doesn't matter who you make happy, just make one person happy. You can't make everybody happy. It's not going to happen. Don't put off giving a compliment or lending a helping hand to someone. Hebrews 3.13 says, Encourage one another daily as 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 long as it is called today. Probably the easiest one on here is the last one. Pray for someone. It doesn't matter who you pray for. You could be walking through Walmart and you see somebody's having a bad day. Pray for them. They don't need to know that you're praying for them. You don't have to go and say, hey, I just prayed for you. That's not the point of prayer. Living one day at a time and living each day as if it were your last. Because one day, it will be your last. One day, you may not wake up. Your last day was the day before. When that day comes, whether it be through a natural means, through sickness, an accident, or a disaster, those who live in Christ take courage from the words of the Apostle Paul who says, For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. I want to read um, some words of a gospel song. It's called, We Have This Moment Today, and it's actually recorded by the Gaither family. I was kind of hoping Zane would be here. Tender words, gentle touch, and a good cup of coffee, and someone who loves me and wants me to stay. Hold them near while they're here. Oh, and don't wait for tomorrow to look back and wish for this day. We have this moment to hold in our hands and to touch as it slips through our fingers like sand. Yesterday's gone, and tomorrow may never come. But we have this moment today. We have this moment today. We all have this moment today. We shouldn't take a single moment for granted, should we? We have this moment today. We've heard the phrase, live in the moment. We should use our time profitably today to glorify the Lord. We won't get this moment back. Number four, live one day at a time because God will meet tomorrow's needs. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. You know, I think if we could, if we could live our lives off of one verse, this would be a pretty good verse to live by. Because if we seek him first in everything that we do, he's going to meet our needs. It may not be, you know, our wants. We're not talking about wants. We're talking about needs. It may not be what we have planned or or what we had scheduled, 
But I can promise you there's no greater plan than what he has planned for us. God usually doesn't show us the tomorrow, what tomorrow holds, does he? He doesn't, I mean, he didn't tell me I was going to have gray hairs this much by the time I was this age, but I do. <laughs> it happened. Uh, but he doesn't tell us what tomorrow holds. And I think the reason he does that is so that we just don't mess it up. I mean, we're human. We mess a lot of stuff up. If my wife has a present that she wants to surprise me with, she knows not to say anything about it, not to mention nothing, because I'm going to figure out what it is. I just have that knack. I don't know. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But I think that that's kind of the way things work with God. He doesn't let us in on it until the last minute, because we're going to mess it up, and he knows that. But in the same aspect, it also helps us to trust him more. If we trust in him, knowing he's got our tomorrow covered, then we have no reason to worry about things and mess them up. Uh, the hymn that, that Brother Garland led a while ago, I Know Who Holds Tomorrow, you listen to the words of that song, I think it's spot on on the attitude that we should have. I'm just going to read real quick the verses. I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry or the future, for I know what Jesus said, and today I'll walk beside him, for he knows what is ahead. Every step is getting brighter as the golden stairs I climb. Every burden's getting lighter. Every cloud is silver-lined. There the sun is always shining. There no tear will dim the eye at the ending of the rainbow where the mountains touch the sky. I don't know about tomorrow. It may bring me poverty, but the one who feeds the sparrow is the one who stands by me. And the path that be my portion may be through the flame or flood, but his presence goes before me, and I'm covered with his blood. Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand. Remember that the next time you're getting stressed about something. Remember that God has your hand. He's holding your hand. He's right there with you. If you're a Christian, know that God has you by the hand, but you have to give it over to him first. You have to give your day to the Lord. You have to give your burdens to the Lord. Have you put off making the decision to follow Christ and be baptized? Do you feel like there's something missing in your life? Maybe there's something just a little bit off, but you can't tell what it is? Make that decision today to follow Christ. That's what you're missing. You just, you just don't know it yet. Because only Christ can bring true meaning and purpose to your life. Only he can cleanse and forgive you of your sin because he gave his life on a cross to bring salvation to all mankind. He can make your tomorrow secure. You ever feel like maybe your life's in a mess? Then try giving, or try living one day at a time trusting in God. Give your problems to God on a daily basis. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you'd like to know more about this subject or any other Bible topic, send us a message at our Facebook page, The Church of Christ, Wheeler Area.